Smart home automation. Ah, it's so much fun. And guess what? I'm about to explain it to you in great detail on this quick deep dive into smart homes. You're listening to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. So with that being said, let's jump right in. So when it comes to smart homes and automating tasks, it can be daunting. It can feel like it's just a lot of things out there, but it all depends on your hub. And when I say hub, I'm talking about the device or set of devices that brings all of these little internet of things devices together. So very popular and the first to do it and the first to do it in a major way Amazon and Alexa. Sorry if I made anyone's devices go off, but the Amazon Alexa is honestly a wonderful lineup of devices and people have went out and they've built skills, which are basically ways that Amazon's Alexa can talk with these other internet of things devices and make them do things. So whether you're using Alexa, whether you're using Google Home with Assistant, the way that all of these things work is that you have your account and then you link your other accounts together. It's similar to if this, then that. You have to pair your accounts together and what these assistants are going to do, let's just say you have a light bulb from TP-Link. What you're going to do after linking your account is that Google is going to handle that request to say, hey, turn on the lights. So therefore, it's going to basically hand off that that pass through to your other smart device, in this case, TP-Link. It's going to process the request, and then upon receiving confirmation, your Google Home or your Amazon Alexa is going to let you know, hey, the activity is going to be completed. So that sequence might go something like this. Hey, Google, turn on the lights. That request is processed via a call through your connected account. Google sees that it's done and the request is complete and then your assistant reports back, hey, this action has been completed in some, you know, usually some very nice cutesy way saying, hey, the lights are on. And you know, that makes you feel good. You see that the action is completed. But all of this stuff dealing with home control is all about connecting those accounts together. So most of the time, you definitely have to have all of the apps. So you'll have your Google Home account app, you'll have your assistant app, and you'll also have apps for all of your corresponding the devices. So whether that's TP-Link, whether that's Wemo, whether that's Philips Hue, you also have to have these accounts to join and kind of marry all of these things together. So I know we had the really huge fiasco about all of these internet of things devices getting hijacked. So the thing is, is that when it comes to security, that's very, very, very important. Now you need to understand, you know, Apple lets you know, hey, we're, we value your security and we take it seriously. However, they really do not give you a dashboard to see what your security details are. Um, Google, a lot of people say that they collect a lot of information, and I definitely agree with that. However, at the same time, you have to realize something is that Google actually gives you a dashboard. They give you your my activity and your account controls, and they let you turn off different things that they're collecting. So if, if they're collecting your YouTube watch history and you don't want that, just turn it off. If they're collecting your location details and you don't want that, 
turn it off. If they're collecting your web activity, you need to turn that off. It's very simple because me as a privacy focused person, you know, Google Home, it kind of scares me. But at the same time, I also love it because I'm controlling what I'm giving to Google. I don't give Google my location ever. I do, however, give Google my YouTube search history so I can pull back my results a little bit quicker because it might know it might be able to help me refine my searches and additionally I give it my web results and web history because in order for it to give me proper details it can pull back a little more history there so with that being said I do not utilize the Chrome browser on a day-to-day basis because then all of my history from there will get sucked into that as well I'm okay with it having my voice data but not all of my browsing history that's that's the reason why i use firefox so you know that is something that's very huge just dealing with the security of all of these devices and capturing all of that and just maintaining your security and making things sure are they are encrypted